Good morning, good morning. We caught my Nick off guard, Trish off guard. We started a little bit earlier. <laughs> good morning, guys. Love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Trish. Thank you, Monique, again, Lise, for being here. The, our podcasters on Podbeam open up. And uh, thank you for sharing, sharing. Today, the message is going to be transforming our inner critic into our inner coach. How many times did we catch ourselves doing something like this? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I won't ask her. I know she's going to say no. Okay. Okay. Those that are already listening, how many times that can we, you know, go back in time and check ourselves saying, oh, no, 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 no. She's going to say no. Okay. Today, it's all about that. How we can sabotage ourselves. So Jean-Philippe Jacques is going to talk about stomping those ants, which is actually an acronym, right, Jean-Philippe? Once again, the acronym is, uh, let me look at it. Go ahead, Jean-Philippe. Yes, the automatic negative thoughts. Thank you. Okay, so it's, it's, it's understanding where most of us or some of us, uh, I was thinking about myself, Jean-Philippe, Marie-Pierre. I think because I've been in a multi-level marketing business, I pretty much stomped all those ads, okay? But I remember, like it was yesterday, Trish, I thought I was 18 years old in Tupperware, right? And we were doing door-to-doors. I used to pretend to ring the doorbell. We, we, we used to do them in teams. So let's say Monique would be my mentor. She'd say to me, okay, you do that side of the road, I do this side of the road. But at a certain point, she would realize that none of my doors would ever open. Okay, that's how I got caught. She goes, I want to understand. So it was a Lenjal badge. She goes, I want to understand how come I've spoken to three people already and you not one person. Because I didn't with the ringing. I was like pretending to push the, the ring. Or I would make phone calls. It would start ringing Jean-Philippe and I would hang up just before. Sometimes they would say hello and I would still hang up. <laughs> the good old days when they didn't have a, a recognition of who was calling. Now, for me, it's it's a, an aha moment this morning. I love this podcast simply because we always talk to ourselves. Like I, I, I was absolutely impressed when, when I read that we talk to ourselves, what is it, 50,000 times or something like that? And out of all those times, most of it, 50,000 times, 80% of it is negative. Oh my gosh, guys. I mean, this is a very important podcast. So when you're sharing, when you're sharing, share this way. Do you have negative thoughts? If yes, please listen to the podcast. Okay. Once again, thank you, Lise. I'm thanking you in person because I see you, Matthew, and everybody else that you are so welcoming on Podbean, so welcoming on Facebook and on Zoom to, to make people feel comfortable. I always find when you arrive at, in a new place, uh, people... If people welcome me, it makes me a lot more comfortable. I see you, Marie-Pierre. I see you. I'm rubbing my microphone. <laughs> I love it, okay? Uh, please, again, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. And guys, have any of you been on the group Inspirational on Facebook, the Millionaires of the Diamonds lately? Have any of you been? Did you see all the documents that Jacqueline has been putting, the videos? Anybody taking a look? Like it's a whole other level. Jean-Philippe, we're at a whole other level. It's like it's, we went from a college CJEP podcast to a university podcast. It really completes. I, I mean, I think we should start our own books, by the way, okay, as a team. That being said, that being said, remember that your comments on Facebook, your comments on Podbeam 
is the 21st century newspaper. This is what the newspaper looks like. The newspaper of the 21st century looks like this. People will read the comments before clicking on a video, before clicking on a document to read. So be very generous in your comments. Be very generous. And yes, transforming our inner critic into an inner coach is going to require, guess what, a mind shift. We won't be able to do it. So I was saying to Marie-Pierre, when I was reading Stomping Our, Our Ants, which is an acronym, right? Um, I realized that none of them really apply anymore to me. Because I've been in a multi-level marketing business and continuously working on my mindset, that has improved from, you know, pushing the doorbell, but on the brick versus on the doorbell because of personal development and helped me to understand the purpose of this inner critic. So it seeks to protect me of, of, of potential risk. That's what the inner critic is actually doing. Um, challenges my, you have to challenge yourself talk all the time. And you always have to ask yourself, is it true or false? Is it just happening in my head? You know, put a hat on, you're going to catch a cold. How many times did we say this? But if we actually challenge that thought, we all know we don't catch a cold because we haven't put a hat on. Everybody know that today, right? So if this is what it's going to help us do. Focus on self-improvement. What did I do today to help my mindset to think positively? And most important, what I, what I like about what I, when I was reading is we need to practice self-compassion. Don't be hard on yourself. A lot of our or negativity that happens in our head is because we're we're hard on ourselves. Like I already caught John Philip often in his younger days saying, I'm so dumb, or I'm so stupid. Like you do something and and you kind of hit yourself. Okay. Anybody recognize themselves treating themselves? I'm such a an idiot. Or I'm so, like, be gentle. Would you have said to somebody you're such an idiot? Would you have said to somebody you're so stupid? No, no. But how many human beings actually they say to themselves, sometimes even out loud, I would hear people when we used to have the meetings back here, back in the days, I would hear them say, I'm so stupid. in French. And I said, why, why are you saying that? So be compassionate, be kind with yourself. So what are these ants we need to stomp? Over to you, Jean-Philippe. Yes, thank you, Maria. But first of all, I want to tell you a little story just to make sure that you understand what Maria just said, how the, our thoughts are so powerful. And this is a story that is taken from the book. It's about Nick. Nick is uh, is working for a train company. So he needs to go wagon to wagon and like look at everything is fine before leaving at the end of the day. And one day, actually, all of its team were, getting, were giving the day off before the end because the foreman was celebrating like the birth of his first kid. So like all of the team were leaving and Nick was finishing because he's a good employee. He was finishing like his road, his round, like all around the, the wagon and all of it. And accidentally, he was locked into one, into one wagon. So he was starting to panic, actually. He cried, he yelled, uh, he hit the door, okay? And he knows, okay, that actually the temperature inside those wagons are conditioned. So the temperature will go down as low as zero degree, zero Celsius. 
So actually, okay, he started written a word on uh, on the wall and on the um, plancher. Not roof, c'est quoi plancher? Floor, floor. Floor, floor. Yes, floor. Yeah. <laughs> so, floor, floor, floor. <laughs> so he was writing like a word to uh, uh, to his kid and his wife just to let them know what happened. And the other day, he like when the team got back onto the uh, on work, they opened the wagon and they found him dead on the floor. So yes, the autopsy actually said that he was dead from hypothermia. Even if actually into the wagon, the conditioning system was broken and it was 13 degrees Celsius. So what did happen? Actually, he was so convinced that the system was working and he knows how it works and that it goes low at zero degrees Celsius and it's uh, dangerous for him that he started with those thoughts, okay? And yes, he keep having those thoughts in his mind and what happened, his mind made uh, him like kill himself, okay? By suggesting and convincing him that actually he will die of hypothermia and being frozen. So yes, our thoughts are so powerful, okay? They can affect you psychologically and also physiologically. That is hard, okay? So more than we think. So, but how can we recognize actually that we have those thoughts? Actually is what we call ends. Okay, ANS means automatic negative thoughts. So yes, we need to smash those ANS. We need to kill them, okay, what's what, what's in, in, in our mind, okay, just to be sure that we are a more positive person. But the first step is to recognize, is to be aware of those thoughts, okay? There is eight different ANS. The first one is if you're using always or never. Okay, you you know, actually, there is little things that happen always or never in your life. When you say, okay, I'll never had a raise. People always use me, okay? And my employee never listened to me. Well, actually, those are in the extreme, but they're not true, okay? We all know it. So we need to replace those thoughts with a more nuanced one. So when when you say, oh, people never listen to me, well, you have to think of an event. Well, actually, it's not true. When we were having the, our meal yesterday at the cafeteria, they were listening to what I said. Yes, sometimes they're not, but what is happening in those moments? So you need to nuance that thought and realize that actually always and never quite actually always and never happen. Okay, so <laughs> we need to understand that. The, the next one, okay, that was a good one. I just thought of this, okay? <laughs> I'm proud now, yeah. <laughs> the other one, the second the second answer, people that only see the negative. You know, the pessimist people that always see like the, uh, the glass uh, half um, empty. Yes, half empty. This is those people. Right? They, they cannot see the positive and they always focus on the negative. Teacher. Okay, and I've been one and I can tell you that yes, it is true. Okay, so if in a class of 30 kids, okay, there is 26 students, which is more of the majority that understand and master the principle, the teacher most of the time will focus on the four that don't understand and they would tell themselves, 
nobody is understand what is happening okay nobody understands it so yes okay we need to just keep looking at okay 26 out of them are understanding so how i can give my help or i can con concentrate and focus my help and my action on those four kids that needs me okay so you need just to change that things that you focus on the negative and see what is the action you can do on this the third ends the catastrophic prediction okay so this is always happen especially in our business in an mlm business for new consultant okay when we ask them to go on live for the first time oh people will laugh at me okay they will never take me seriously or they're thinking that because they're pressing the the button live that their home will like catch in fire and it will be a, a disaster like they're doing such a scenario in their mind that actually is quite impossible okay so when it's happening okay you need just to go on the complete other side of the spectrum and say what 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 people say well at first nobody will be there on your life that's it or they will just say hello that's the first time i see you live so you need to look at what is the other extreme okay uh, extreme action of the spectrum that people will just won't be there or just say hello the fourth end okay sometimes people think they can read it read in person mind okay nobody here is a psychic okay just just to tell you okay so sometimes people say oh he didn't say anything so i know with certainty what he think he's mad after me okay she will say for sure no okay but actually when you had that answer okay you need to verify your hypothesis okay so you use sentences like i have the feeling that you're mad at me okay so in doubt ask in doubt ask the person always 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 okay in doubt ask the fifth end sink into guilt when we are using the word i should oh i should study more i should spend more time with my kids i should train uh, i should train myself more at the gym okay this is kind of making ourselves guilty of something we are not doing instead say i want to study more okay or it's gonna be good for me if i go train myself to the gym or if i go take a walk okay so change actually it, I should to I want or it's gonna be good for me. The uh, I don't know which number I'm at. The other end is tag or categorize. I'm, I'm six. Thank you, Marika. You're following more than myself. <laughs> tag and categorize people. Okay. So here is when you attach people a pejorative image, something that is. Uh, definitive and actually it's because you're putting some comparison comparison eh, com that word okay <laughs> like when you say as Maria said I'm stupid okay this is a tag this is a category that you put yourself well you can say well that wasn't smart at first but like 
here I learned something new. I learned uh, things that I can change in the future. So see how it is an opportunity for you, okay, to tell yourself that, okay, I can improve myself because we all know it's about the process. And finally, the personalization, okay? Personalization is when you make the world turn around you, okay, for your action, okay? That makes most of the times no sense. So this is a false or a wrong correlation. So, oh, Kevin hasn't called, okay? He's probably mad at me. Well, Kevin is probably just busy. Okay, so you need to think of what 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 has happened. He was probably daily. Oh, Kevin wasn't on time. Like my director last month, okay, Julie. When Maria said, "Oh, is Julie has forgot like to come to the meeting?" and I said, "Oh, it's not like in her case." And when we look at, oh, it was the spring break. She was with her kids. Uh, uh, she like before getting back to work. So like her mind was just full, and she forgot. Instead of saying, "Oh, your director is such like." as somebody that is not a, a good person like like we need to just think of what is the other side of the middle and the scenario so those are the different ends and when you catch yourself having those kind of thoughts put a rubber band uh, like on your wrist and just snap it just to make you focus on okay i had those thoughts i'm aware now but like because you condition yourself okay reducing those thoughts this will help you have a much more positive um discourse with yourself and this is what marie pierre will cover with you how can we be more positive yes so we want to make the difference between our inner critic and our inner coach so we want to trust our inner critic to become the inner coach that we need. So there are six ways to turn your inner critic into your inner coach. But first, to go to transform your inner and critic to, into your inner coach, you have to understand a core principle that most self-criticism and self-judgment is motivated by love. So part of you is trying to motivate the rest of you to do something for your own good, just like your parents, your inner critic really has your best interest in mind when it's criticizing you. So it, it wants you to become uh, to do better because it wants you to get the benefit of the better behavior. So the problem is that it tells you only part of the truth. You need a little bit more. <laughs> so first way to turn your inner critic into your inner coach is to acknowledge and recognize when your critic shows up. So notice when your inner critic is active, it is possible to be so comfortable with your inner critic that you don't even notice when the negative self-talk is happening. So taking notes when your critical voice is active and acknowledging what your inner voice is saying can help you change your inner critic into your inner coach. So take detailed notes about what you are uh, doing when your inner critic starts up, what words are being said and being uh, begin to notice the pattern. So for example, do you hear the same phrases repeatedly? Do those phrases remind you of uh, anyone? You can learn a lot just by taking notes when your inner critic shows up. Number two is to challenge the critic. So after acknowledging, recognizing your inner critic, you will be ready to challenge the critic's claim. So one way to challenge your inner, inner critics is to examine the evidence. So notice what uh, it instigates the voice uh, once you realize your inner critic is speaking. So was your boss unhappy with you? 
begin to see supporting or contrasting evidence. So, for example, did your boss give you constructive criticism about something reasonable? Sometimes inner critics take an appropriate interaction and blow it out of proportion with extreme criticism. Number three is use positive affirmation. So be kind to yourself. Talk to yourself kindly like you would talk to a friend and use positive affirmation. Positive affirmation are encouraging phrases or statements that can challenge unhelpful and negative thoughts when applied throughout the day. So we know there's some research that say that yes, it will uh, really activate the part of the brain that involves the positive valuation and self-related information processing, helping people to take the negative information and view it uh, uh, in a more relevant and full way. Number four is to reinforce the positive message. So try writing down your positive qualities, talent, strength, and to reinforce the positive messages. So you can also include your interests and activities. So another way to reinforce the positive message is to create a list of positive experience and facts to, to refer to and to repeat often. Number five, remember you are not alone. You can reach out to someone you trust. So the average person thinks a lot of negative things every day. Maria told you. With the 60,000 thoughts a day, yes, there's 50,000 that is a negative. So you are not alone. Everyone does it. But knowing that you're not alone can help you overcome your inner critic by helping, uh, by helping your embrace self-compassion. And number six, that is one of the most powerful exercises that you can do to um, transform your inner critic into your inner coach is the exercise that they call it the total truth. So first, you make a list of all the things uh, you say when you are judging yourself. So including all the things that you tell yourself you should do that you don't do. So a typical list might look like uh, you don't exercise enough, you're getting too much weight, or you're a fat club, a real couch potato, you drink too much alcohol and eat too much sweet, you need to cut down uh, on the carbs, you need to watch less television, <laughs> you need to go to bed earlier. If you got up earlier, you would have more time to exercise <laughs> or you're lazy. Why don't you finish the things that you start? You start an exercise program, but you never stick with it. <laughs> you're irresponsible. You don't keep with uh, your word. Okay, so that's a typical list <laughs> that maybe you have for yourself. So once you have completed your list, of course, don't take just that list, but really make your list and then practice communicating the same information, but using a four step process. Number one, anger. Number two, fear. Number three, request. And number four, love. And spend a minimum of one minute on each step. So make sure to be very specific in the request stage. So state exactly what you want yourself to do. Just to say, I want you to eat better is too vague. So be more specific. Such I want you to eat at least four servings of vegetable every day. I want you to cut a french fries and dessert. I want you to eat some kind of fruit for breakfast every day. So the more specific you are, the more value you will receive from this exercise. So if you do it out loud, you can do it with as much emotion and passion as possible. So here is an example 
of what it might sound like using the list um, that we thought. So, hanger. Oh, I am angry at you for not taking better care of your body. You are such a lazy slob. You drink too much and you eat too much. You don't have any self-discipline when you are when are you going to get it together? You're lazy. All you do is sit around and watch TV. Fear? If you don't change, I'm afraid that you are going to keep getting weight until you are facing a real health risk. I'm afraid of co cholesterol is going to get so high that you might have a heart attack. I'm afraid that you could become diabetic. I'm afraid that you are never going to change and then you are going to die young and never really live out your destiny. Your request. So I want you to join a health club and go at least three days a week. I want you to go for a 20 minutes walk and the, uh, the other four. And I want you to cut one hour of television a day to devote to uh, the exercise. I want you to stop eating fried, fried food and eating more fresh fruit and vegetable. And love, I love you. I want you to be around for a long time. I want you to have a wonderful relationship. You deserve to look good in your clothes and to feel good about yourself. You deserve to have all your dreams come true. I want you to feel alive, energetic, rather than tired and lethargic all the time. So you deserve to live your life fully and enjoy every moment of it. So that's a little bit weird because you have all this discussion with yourself. But <laughs> you can imagine that you have a clone of yourself just in front of you to help you do this exercise. So you have these six ways to make sure that you can um, make sure to transform your inner critic into your inner coach. But remember, in the basis that yes, your inner critic is there because it wants you to do better. It wants it to just make sure that you are living your fully life. Oh, I just love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay, how many of you are going, oh my God, I do that. Oh my God, I do that. Oh my gosh, I do that. Okay, so in closing, transforming your inner critic into an inner coach involves, let's wrap it up, in recognizing the purpose it's happening. Okay, recognize the purpose is happening. Challenging it, okay, so that negative self-talk, challenge it. Focus on self-improvement, just remember, I need to grow as an individual. Remember, Jean-Philippe, when you were doing your Costco and all of a sudden your brain, all he visualized was you jamming that, that grocery cart into the ankles of that woman that just kept eating at all the stands and all you wanted to do was shop. Okay, anybody, you know those moments? That doesn't happen anymore or it happens less and less. This is thanks to personal growth. It doesn't right? happen because I don't go to Costco anymore. <laughs> Jonathan is going. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Okay, so just don't do it anymore. I love it. Um, recognizing, practicing self-compassion. You covered it all, Jean-Philippe. Marie-Pierre, you need to be kind with yourself. Again, I remind you, would you tell somebody you're so stupid? No. Don't say it to yourself, okay? And lastly, seek a support team. Seek a support team. You know what my greatest strength has been, guys? Multi-level marketing business. I've been in Tupperware 
41 years now. Monique, I would never be the person I am today if I didn't have this incredible support system, more than my family, more than my family, because my family is always afraid with my next big massive goal that I'm going to be deceived. So they're, they're, like a lot of times I get, especially now, oh, when is enough enough? Do you really think a Maria wants to hear when is enough is enough? Enough is enough is when I slide in my, uh, in when I'm dead, you know, and I slide into my uh, hole and go, Woo, what a ride it's been. I'm never going to stop, right? With practice and perseverance, anyone can make this shift and experience greater self-confidence and greater success. I cannot build my self-confidence in my success if I don't practice this. In closing, I want to leave you with this. We all have a critic that can hold us back from achieving our fullest potential. All of us, you, me, all of us. But with the right mindset and approach, we can transform that inner critic into our inner coach that motivates and empowers us to reach our goals. So my brain is always going into what's next? What's next? Because I know we can do it. I know we can do it. And I hang out with people that think like that, that want more. I'm very careful who surrounds me, who I'm giving the permission to drop words into my brain. Everybody follow me? Just check your environment. Sometimes you just need to eliminate a few people. Be kind, but talk to them less. Recognizing it, negative self-talk, right? And shift shift so you will experience greater success. This is what I want. So let's commit today. Okay, guys, let's commit today to being our own biggest supporter instead and turning that inner critic in the best coach ever. Thank you for listening to us today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing and see you tomorrow. The fulfillment question tomorrow. Why I always want more? Well, the fulfillment question. You know, I want to work every day towards a bigger dream because every time I'm accomplishing something bigger, there is personal satisfaction in it. You know, we, we actually feel we are making a difference. Love you guys. God willing, I'll see my Anglophones tonight and my Francophones tomorrow morning and then tomorrow night. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you. That sexy music. Oh, my God. That, 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 that.